Transforming care through genomic medicine, personalized therapeutics, health services and outcomes research, and innovations in healthcare delivery. We're Children's Mercy Kansas City, presenting our audio interview series, Transformational Pediatrics, with host Dr. Michael Smith. All right, so our topic today is the GERD, the bad, the ugly. When dosing guidelines ignore a big problem. My guest is Dr. Valentina Shaknovich. She is an assistant professor of pediatrics and associate program director for gastroenterology fellowship research program at Children's Mercy Kansas City. Uh, Dr. Shaknovich, welcome to the show. Thank you, Dr. Mike. Okay. You said I could call you Dr. Tina, right? Moving forward. Yes, so that's absolutely. Cool. <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk about this, right? So we know um, reflux disease, it's always been common in the adult world, medicine world, but what about in children? What are we, what kind of, um, how many cases are we dealing with nowadays uh, in children with GERDs? So GERD is a very common problem in children, not just in infants, uh, but in older children as well. One of the reasons GERD is on the rise is just like in the adult population, GERD is associated with obesity in the pediatric population as well. So as the number of obese children increases, unfortunately, we're seeing a rise in pediatric GERD and the need to treat um, this condition. One of the things that you're really looking at, though, within this, right, is the fact that in an obese child, right, when... um, when they have GERD, simply increasing dose of those of those PPIs is not necessarily the best thing to do, right? And so that's that's been really your focus in this is how we are really treating that specific case of GERDs with obesity, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, what we were interested in is figuring out what is the appropriate dose of proton pump inhibitors for obese children with GERD, um, and I think a lot of us out of the best intentions, have the knee-jerk reaction in pediatrics. If we see a 10-year-old who is twice the size of an average 10-year-old, maybe we should double the dose of the medication. Um, What our line of research has shown in two separate studies is that's actually probably not the best thing to do um, for obese kids as it appears that they actually require lower doses of proton pump inhibitors on a per-kilogram basis than their non-obese counterparts. That's pretty fascinating to find out, right? Because that goes kind of counterintuitive to everything we, at least we think we know about pharmacology, right? Right, absolutely. And it has tremendous implications potentially when we think about um, some of the side effect profile information that's coming out about proton pump inhibitors as a drug class. Um, These drugs have been around for three decades now, and when they first came on the market, they were really intended for short-term use of acid suppression. They were very safe right, right, right. Um, from that standpoint, had a favorable side effect profile. And what we've learned now, almost 30 years later, is we are seeing some unexpected long-term um, potential side effects like lower bone density leading to osteopenia, right. osteoporosis fractures, mineral and vitamin deficiencies that really we weren't anticipating. Um, and I think that's a consequence of using the drugs for longer periods of time, which unfortunately some of our pediatric patients need. Um, so yeah. I think not overdosing the chubby kids um, and minimizing that potential for well, side effects associated with high-dose meds is going to be key. Yeah, yeah, because what, what's, I mean, if you think about it, when, you, so a, a child, maybe say five, six years old, who's overweight, is placed on a PPI, 
I mean, if they're going to be on that for an extended period of time, and we're, I mean, the consequences of that can be quite, quite alarming, right? Because who knows how long they might stay on that PPI, right? So, so what are you proposing then? What is there a new approach to this? Is there a new dosing practice that you'd like to see uh, pediatricians follow? Um, Absolutely. This is the first step in defining what are the appropriate dosing guidelines for medications um, for children who are obese. Um, What we hope to accomplish with the um, report that we just submitted to the FDA for approval is to actually include a statement in the label for pentoprazole, the uh, PPI we started with, um, saying that obese children do not need to um, have dose escalation of this medication based on weight, that in fact they can be dosed um, using the same dosing guidelines as non-obese peers, and if we increase their dose arbitrarily, we may actually be causing them more harm than good. I think that's a good starting point. Um, I think some of the next steps are going to be figuring out, does this hold true for all other proton pump inhibitors, or um, is there a, a different dosing paradigm depending on which of the PPI agents we're prescribing? Yeah. So what? how are you going to get this message out then, right? So I know there's a lot of general practitioners, um, nurse practitioners, general pediatricians that, that have an obese patient, they have GERDs, and they're starting them on those higher doses. They're not. Uh, how are we going to disseminate this information? Is there a plan for that? I, absolutely. I think um, educating the community is going to be key because... The, the prescribers are the front lines, right? If they don't have the most up-to-date information, right. then we're all sort of sunk. Um, that's exactly why we targeted our data first and foremost um, in our FDA report, because ultimately we look up dosing guidelines for the medications we prescribe, and we feel much more confident in our prescribing practices when there is an upfront statement uh, for obese pediatric patients, please consider dose reduction or um, you know, a particular dosing algorithm, which is precisely what we're proposing to the FDA. So we're optimistic that that technique is actually what's going to allow us to disseminate this message quickly and effectively. Yeah. It, this makes me wonder now, Dr. Tina, though, so we're, we're specifically talking about GERDs, PPIs, dosing in obese kids. You've, you've, you know, what we've discovered and learned is not necessarily what we th- thought or how it should work, right? We should increase dose in a heavier kid. Is this true for other classes of medications, you think? I mean, do we really need to look at, you know, better dosing guidelines in obese kids across the board? We absolutely need to look at um, dosing guidelines specific to obese children. The reality is approximately one in six children is obese, one in three is overweight. So we can't keep ignoring um, this large population of kids who are getting prescribed medications frequently for obesity-related comorbidities. Um, I think it's essential to start including obese patients in clinical trials um, up front so that we're not trying to guess at the correct dose and we're not trying to play catch-up. I think the million-dollar question is, what are the mechanisms that are responsible for the altered um, processing of medications in children who are overweight and obese? And once we figure out what those mechanisms are, I think we're going to be much better off at extrapolating what the appropriate dosing regimen is for obese children for 
for drugs other than PPIs. And that's exactly where the next line of research um, for us here at Children's Mercy is headed. Yeah. When, when you speak with researchers, uh, organizations that fund the clinical research, and you mentioned this, that we almost need an obesity arm in all of these trials. What's mm-hmm. the response to that? Well, um, you know, fortunately, we now have organizations like um, the Pediatric Trials Network, who are very aware um, of this problem. So the Pediatric Trials Network, the PTN, out of, uh, is sponsored by the NIH. And really, their mission has been to make sure that we re- represent underrepresented population, uh, populations of kids, including kids who are obese. That's actually how we were able to fund one of the studies um, that really demonstrated that, hey, guys, we're overdosing obese kids with PPI. Yeah. So let's do this. Let's end this way, Dr. Tina. So right now, you know, a lot of um, community physicians listen to the show. Um, You have a a listening audience. What would you like to say to them about obese kids with GERDs and and you're about to write that prescription for a PPI? You know, I think until the clear dosing guidelines come from the FDA, the best practice, um, at least in my opinion, is to think twice before... um, dose escalating just because a child is obese. Um, From our data, it certainly seems like for pantoprazole, at least, there really is no um, need to dose escalate for obese children. That's great. Dr. Tina, thank you for the work that you're doing at Children's Mercy, and thank you for coming on the show today. You're listening to Transformational Pediatrics with Children's Mercy Kansas City. For more information, you can go to childrensmercy.org. That's childrensmercy.org. I'm Dr. Mike Smith. Thanks for listening.